episode of Staccato. We are just going to have an update, lots of things going on in our summer as it kind of winds down or are we at the halfway point? Oh, definitely at the halfway point. Definitely. Um, Because we still have a full, the rest of July, we have half, more than half of July left in all of August. So definitely I'd say about halfway. All right. So just a little check-in how everything's going after Acacia's trip. I've just been in Arizona, but I'll, I have a couple stories for you guys as well. Oh, yeah. She's just exactly. downplaying it. She's, she's about to rinse her boss on the podcast. Oh, you guys better be wait. So yes. This is a story and a half. Yes. But Acacia, how are you feeling back in the States? It's been crazy. So I've been back for a week now. I got back a week ago yesterday. Um, and it's been crazy, bittersweet. Can't believe that I was like in Italy, like living the life a week ago. It's crazy. But something that has really been helping me like readjust back and just like be okay with not being there anymore is that I'm going to be back in Europe in less than six months for my, uh, for my study abroad, my like for more formal study abroad, like where I'm going to be taking classes and everything in January. So super, when super excited about that. alone again, and I'll be <laughs> waiting for her to return once more. Oh yeah, it's going to be rough too. The time difference again, it was hard enough. And now we have to do it for six months. A month is bad. So we'll figure it out. It's okay. It's, we always we'll, we'll be okay. But I've been, you know, everyone's getting sick of me talking about Italy. I'm a complete food snob now. I miss having wine all the time. So it's, you know, it's it's been an adjustment period back. I did get some rosé on my birthday. Shout out to Logan. He got me some rosé. So that was fantastic. Not rosé, Prosecco. How dare I? Prosecco is my favorite. So he got me some Prosecco. And I've actually, my sisters and I, I don't know if I ever talked about this before, but my sisters and I don't like, aren't the closest because we're all very different people at different stages of life. But a month apart really did us good because when I got back on my birthday, we had like a good, just like sister bonding time, just like together for a couple hours. It was really nice. And then we just went up to our cabin in like Snowflake area this weekend and spent a lot of time together without fighting, which like doesn't happen very often. So that was super, super nice. Um, But it was like, I got back from my trip. It was my birthday. We went up to the cabin. So I like haven't had too much time to breathe. Um, As you can hear, I mean, I'm talking super, super fast. (laughs) So now it's time to just relax for the next like month and a half before school starts. Right. But it's not bad to stay busy. It keeps your mind off things. You're not sad because you have things going on. Something that's very ironic is for her birthday dinner, her mom decided to take her to Olive Garden, which yes. was almost like a slap oh, in the God. face. Literally, I was like, as I was thinking about coming back and like talking to people, I was like, I am never going to go to an Italian restaurant again and not complain because it's just not going to be as good. And my mom suggests going to Olive Garden for dinner. And I'm like, ah. and so how I like put it to her is I was like, oh, like I've been eating a time for a month. Can we maybe do something else? She's like, okay, so there's eight of us. What's another affordable option? And I'm like, I couldn't think of anything. So I was like, you have a point. But to be fair, it wasn't terrible. Like it definitely is not like high Italian quality or anything, but it's not bad because Olive Garden's not bad. Like I think we can all acknowledge like Olive Garden's no. solid. solid. I love Olive Garden. Always yeah. is, always had been. And I got a chicken and shrimp carbonara it was very very good not like carbonara at all but but it was still good and actually it was cool to like look at the menu and be like oh this is like actual like authentic italian like a 
an Italian dish versus like an Americanized Italian dish. The example that's always used is that Alfredo sauce is an American invention, does not exist in Italy. Actually, I don't know if I told Avantika this, but at the grocery store, you cannot buy any sauce except tomato sauce. Any other wow. sauce that's not tomato sauce, you have to make from scratch. They will. There's no such thing as pre-made tomato sauce. And pesto, you can buy pesto because those things are time consuming to make at home. So you can only get pesto and tomato sauce. Any other kind of sauce you can imagine, you have to make at home. I actually wanted to like make a cream sauce. And so I had to like ask, one of our one of the ASU people was a chef and so I asked her I was like okay what's the easiest way to make a cream sauce because I couldn't buy one at the store that's crazy they're really making sure you get the culture there there's no oh, cut yeah. out <laughs> oh yeah for sure so but I had an amazing birthday 20 now teen pregnancy as they say um <laughs> decades on this earth Exactly. And it was, it was great. I felt so loved. Thank you to everybody that said that wished me happy birthday. Avantika and I did, Avantika and I saw each other the day we got back and I had been craving Canes so bad. So I was like, we're going to Canes. So we went to Canes. It was super, super nice. And then we're doing like my formal birthday dinner um, on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to go. We're going to California Pizza Kitchen. So not super high class, but more sit down than Cane's. Exactly. It works for us. And Cane's is like the most American you can get. So I'm glad you got that first introduction. Back exactly. To and then I got Taco Bell the next day, which I had been craving because Taco, Taco Bell is my drunk craving. So I had been missing it on many a night out in mm-hmm. Italy. So it was nice to have that. I haven't really had any other fast food um, since I've been back. I had Taco Bell again because we always get Taco Bell on the way up to the cabin. So I did get that, but yeah. Sounds like a good last couple weeks that you've been back. My couple weeks have also been eventful, but this first story that I'm going to tell you has been going on for more than a couple weeks. I think I mentioned it before, actually. I think there's been like hints at it but we're doing full exposure right now right without revealing names of course but if anyone who knows me I've probably already told you parts of this story already but basically after coming back from Costa Rica I decided that I wanted to get a job because I'm going to have so much free time also it's a great way to get more experience just for like my med school application working in the healthcare field you know it was a good time to get a healthcare related job So I applied to a job. I'm not even going to really say what it is, just in case that gives away too much. But I've been working there since April. And at first, it was great. You know, I loved working in the healthcare field. I was talking to doctors and interacting with patients and everything was going fine. But then things started adding up a little bit by a little bit. And basically, the first indication was of this was that my paycheck wasn't the correct amount for my first two times of receiving it. I was basically ripped off six or seven hours on each one, which is money, which is a significant amount of money. So I went and talked to my manager and I addressed this concern in office. I was like, uh, while I was there, I talked to her and I was like, hey, it looks like there's a discrepancy. Can we go over it? And then later that day, she emailed me and she said, we cannot be talking about finances in office. Like if you have a concern, you need to email me. Don't be bringing that up in front of your coworkers or in front of anyone else. So that made me a little bit suspicious because why can't I talk about my own finances? Almost like she's trying to hide something, which is foreshadowing for sure. So then later on, a couple weeks later, my paychecks get figured out. That's all great. But then I'm on the phone 
And I say something on the phone and then I hang up and then my manager calls me and she asked me to repeat my conversation on the phone. And first of all, I'm like, how did you know I was on the phone? That's kind of weird. She wasn't even in an office. She was on vacation or something. And so I repeat the whole conversation to her. She had a problem with something I was saying. So she corrects me. And I was like, kind of weirded out, but I couldn't really put a finger on what was wrong. I was like, oh, maybe it was a coincidence that she saw me on the phone or maybe she gets a registered log of when someone calls, whatever. But then this kept happening. Every time someone called, I would hang up and then she would call me right away a second later and tell me to reenact the whole conversation and then either correct me or just get an update on what was going on. And it was kind of getting on my nerves because it was very much micromanaging. She wouldn't let me just do my job. So then I think a couple weeks into working, she comes into office one day. And as I'm talking to her and saying good morning, I see her fiddling with something in the corner and it looks like a ring camera. And so if you know anything about ring cameras, you know that it records not only video, but also audio. So she's basically spying on her workers every single day. And that explains so much. And this is when Avantika told me this. I was like, this lady is certifiably OCD and crazy that she feels the need to spy on her workers. Literally. And so it explained how she knew I was always on the phone or whenever a patient came in, she would call me and be like, hey, make sure you do this and we do this. She just always was watching me. And so now that I think back to it, one of my first days working there, I made a little vlog just because I like there was no one else in office. And so I got my phone out and I recorded my day and I was like, hey, this is what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. She saw all of that. My manager saw me recording my vlog, which is embarrassing, but she never said anything about it. Thank God. But now every time I did something, she would call me and then she would micromanage and it was getting on my nerves. Literally, I couldn't function without her asking me what I was doing, why I was doing it. Like if you hired me, just trust me to do my job. You know, you don't have to be breathing down my neck every single second of the day. And honestly, this has been going on since May. I don't know how Vontka made it this long. She'll get to how she has decided to quit early and everything. Honestly, I after like the two times of messing up the the wage thing, the paycheck, and then figuring find out the ring camera, I'd be like, okay, because that's got to be violating like some sort of privacy. Unless you signed something. Did you ever like go back and read anything you signed? I No, I did check my office policies that I signed because when I was... I'm jumping forward a little bit, but when I, when I was putting in my resignation letter, I just wanted to make sure there wasn't anything I was missing. So I read through all the office policies. It says nothing about me being recorded. So I know I didn't miss anything, but skipping forward a couple of weeks. So in May, I started realizing she's recording us. Things are weird. She was getting on my nerves. Then we come to June and sometime in June, she calls me into her office And she says, hey, one of your coworkers wants all your Friday shifts. And I was like, okay. And she goes, before giving them all away, I just wanted to check in with with you. Are you okay with giving away your Friday shifts? And I was like, well, thanks for asking. I think I'd prefer to keep them for now, though. But I appreciate you checking in. And I want to continue working Fridays for the rest of summer. And she goes, ooh. And I was like, um. And she's like, no, but like your coworker really wants those shifts. And I was like, 
tough. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, I really want my shift. Where, what are you trying to get at? And so she keeps kind of going in circles, almost pressuring me to just say, okay, fine. Give my shifts away. I don't care. But I had scheduled my entire summer out based on the schedule she had given me. I have other time commitments. And so I wanted to continue working there on Fridays because on all my other days, I had other things going on. And if I did work there Fridays, I just have a whole empty day, which I didn't want to do either. Basically, we talk back and forth for 10, 15 minutes and she goes, you know what, I'm just going to tell your coworker to text you and then you two figure it out amongst yourselves. And I was like, "Uh, okay, but when he texts me, nothing's going to change. I'm not going to text him and be like, oh, yeah, I changed my mind. You can take all my shifts. So I was like, whatever, I'll wait for his text. The next Monday comes around. I still don't have a text regarding if I'm working Friday or not. So I call my manager. I clarify and I ask her and she goes, oh, I thought your coker had already talked to you. I gave away all your shifts. I thought you were okay with that. And I was like, huh, how convenient of you just to give them all away. And so I said, no, like I mentioned before, I wanted those Friday shifts. And so she goes, okay, fine. Let me talk to the coworker. If you don't hear anything back from me, just assume we have our original schedule in place. I said, works for me. So I never heard anything back the rest of the week. Friday, I show up at 1230 like I have since April. And she doesn't even let me sit down at the desk. She calls me into her office and she goes, why are you here? And I was like, because it's a Friday at 1230 and I work Fridays at 1230. And she goes, no, your coworker is working today. And I said, you didn't communicate that with me. You said, if I didn't hear anything back to go with the original schedule and here I am. And she's making it sound like it's my fault. I know it's not my fault. This is all on her. She's the manager. She messed up on the schedule. I basically just want an apology. I just wanted her to say, Hey, I'm so sorry about the miscommunication or, you know, things got messed up somewhere. Will you know, something to own up to her mistake. She never did that. She in fact said, you know what? No, this is your fault because you didn't call me yesterday to check in. I said, I didn't have to call because we established on Monday that if you did not reach out to me, we would go with the original schedule. When Avantika told me this, I told her I was very proud for her for sticking to her guns and like not talking back, but like standing her ground and being like, no, I'm doing what you told me to do. I need to like, you need to pay me for this. Like, it's not my fault. It's your fault. All the things. Exactly. And I appreciate you saying that, but this is literally the breaking point. I couldn't just back down and be like, okay, sorry, I'll see you next week, I guess. I'm not working today. So we go back and forth a little bit. And finally, I say, I'm trying to make a compromise. You know, I'm like, okay, fine. I'll work from 1230 to two and then my coworker can come in or I'll work today and my coworker can take my next week shift. She's not having any of it. Finally, I say, oh, and then she goes, would it be so horrible of me to ask you to go home? And I said, yes, it would be a major inconvenience because I live 30 minutes away and I would need to get compensated for my hour drive plus gas money. And she goes, oh no, that's unreasonable. I can give you an hour for the drive there and back, but nothing more. And I said, no, you need to compensate me for gas money because I was expecting to work six hours today. And now I'm working zero hours. Like I would have been in lab or I would have been doing some other thing that goes on in my life. You know, my job is not my entire life. And then she said, oh, well, I didn't know about lab. 
you have no right to know about what goes on in my life. Like that wasn't going to change anything. She made it sound like, oh, well, if you had told me that you had lab going on, maybe I wouldn't have done this. She still would have done this. And I don't need to tell her about my other time commitments. It's literally, she has no argument there. And so finally it's getting to the point where I'm very frustrated. I can feel tears pricking at my eyes, not because I'm like sad or scared because she's just frustration. Exactly. It's so hard to talk to her. So finally she goes, I'll email you regarding the compensation. I still have to think about it. And like, I'll see you next week. And I said, okay, fine. And I left. And so then the whole weekend goes by. I'm waiting for her email. She never emails me. Oh, and then also we hadn't established my Friday, like the next Friday, if I was working or not. So I emailed her on Wednesday. I gave her a long time. And I was like, hey, I was wondering if you had uh, thought any more about my compensation and whether I'm working this Friday. All she says is, see you at one o'clock on Thursday. Yeah, not addressing, I, hate that. I hate when people don't answer all the questions. They like answer one. She didn't one even answer one. She oh didn't let God. me know about my compensation. My, one of the program directors in Italy, like an ASU professor, she did this constantly or she would just like, I would ask. So either I would send like three questions and she would only answer one or she wouldn't even answer one question and would just say something that was completely unhelpful and it drove me insane it's so annoying so she basically did that I showed up at one o'clock on Thursday I did my shift that was fine but then at the end of my shift I asked her my questions because I still didn't have an answer I said hey have you thought about my compensation and am I working tomorrow and she said I'll let you know about your compensation next week so pushed it out again and you're about to like leave too Mm -hmm. and then wait till like you're gone and then you're gonna have to like demand it on your last paycheck exactly And then she said, you're not working Friday. And I was like, well, thank you so much for letting me know 24 hours, not even letting me know less than 24 hours. Like 12 hours in advance. Exactly. You, that's so irritating. You can't do that. You can't demand that out of a coworker, but any, or out of a worker. Anyways, I did end up putting in my resignation letter because this lady demands four hours. Usually everywhere else is like, put in your two weeks, you're good. Did I say four hours? I meant four weeks. Four weeks. Four weeks. Everywhere else, two weeks of notice is fine. But this lady needs four weeks of notice. And so I put in my four weeks. But ever since I put in my four weeks, it's kind of been a lose-lose for me. Because she keeps taking away my shifts. Because she knows I'm not long-term anymore. She doesn't have anything else she needs from me. And she keeps pushing everything off. So I'm really scared, like Acacia said, that I'm going to run out of paychecks that I'm getting from them. And she still hasn't given me my compensation. Did you check your last one to make sure it was all square? No, I still have to do that. I need to just count up all my hours. Because another thing she does is we don't have a system where you just clock in and clock out. She makes us write it down with pen and paper, which is very suspicious because then she counts the hours by hand. And that's what she's claimed the last two times when she messed up my paycheck. She said like, oh, I must've done my math wrong. And you're like, in your head, you're like, oh, well, that would be avoided if we used an automated clock in, clock out system. Exactly, because we are living in 2022, but that's besides the point, I guess. And so today I get an email Email from her literally 25 minutes ago and she says hey you're not working tomorrow again less than 24 hours how is that even fair so do you do I, five days a week or how many days a week do you usually do 
it's gone down exponentially. So first I used to do five days a week. Then it went to four, which I was very happy with because yeah. like part-time job, I didn't want it to be my entire life, but I was still yeah. getting money and everything. Yeah, It was four weeks for a good portion. Then one of my coworkers took away my shift and then it went down to two days a week. But then last week I only worked one day because she took away another day. And so- this week, are you just working one day or none? Did she cancel all <laughs> So this coming week, I am not working at all. She so just I think, I think you just, you just finish. You're like, okay, you canceled all my shift. Quitting, done, bye. Right. And so technically the week after this week, I have two shifts that I'm scheduled for. I think there's an 85% chance she takes those away too. If she took away these shifts, why would she give me those? So that's where we're at right now. I don't work at all. And she emailed me. And what she said was, I'll see you this Thursday. But she already took away my Thursday shift. So did you so email I have me to that? remind her. Yeah. So I said, okay, thanks for letting me know, even though not really, because you didn't give me any notice at all again. And then I said, just wanted to remind you that I don't work Thursday unless you wanted that to change. Just let me know. I think she just forgot that she told me I don't work. I would have been like, I would have been like, oh, you had, you switched my shift on not to be Thursday unless that changed. Yeah. I said something along those lines where I was like, oh, just to clarify, I thought I wasn't working. Did you want me to be working? Exactly. No response from her. Crazy. I was going to say did. So when Avantika started, one of the girls in the band was also working there and she didn't know that until Avantika didn't know that until she started working there. Did she end up quitting or is she still there? No, she quit maybe a week after I came because she was also shit talking our manager. She had been working there for a long time, you know, kudos to her for making it that far. But when I came in, she was like warning me of everything. And so I had a good idea of what I was getting into, but I was of the mindset that, you know, it's only a summer thing. It's good experience. I can do it. It'll be fine. But after my friend warned me of everything, my friend still didn't know about the cameras or the microphones. She knew something was off, but she didn't know exactly what. So our manager overheard the whole conversation of my coworker getting angry and shit talking. And so my manager basically fired her. Not really. She was just like, I can sense you've been unhappy and like things aren't really going like how they want to, or how you want them to. I think it's probably best if like we find a different opportunity, something along those lines. And so she stopped working there pretty early on. So it's just been me and my other coworkers. And so now in office, we all just text each other because we know she's listening all the time. And so we found our ways around it. And then did she get mad at you for texting since she can see that? Yeah, she did. And so every day she would tell us like, I've been noticing that phones are being used way more than normal. You need to stop getting distracted. Like if you have downtime, you need to be doing this instead. No, we're going to continue talking about you. Sorry. Love that. Yeah. So that's the whole story. That's been my past couple months. So are you picking up more shifts at lab then? Yeah, I'll just be going to lab more often, which kind of works out because school is going to be starting up, band starting up. Anyways, I knew I wasn't going to be working the entire summer. It was just a couple weeks earlier than anticipated, but it's fine. 
I'm excited for school to start, honestly. Like I'm, I mean, I'm going to enjoy like the next couple weeks for sure, but I'm excited for when it does start. At first I was really nervous because I haven't taken, done school at ASU since fall, but as we get closer and closer and after my class schedule was finalized, I feel better about it. And now I'm getting excited. You're fine though. You literally got like a semester to be a slacker, but you're like not a slacker as a person. And like, once you get like into routine and into like school mode, like you'll be fine. I think that's what I'm most excited about is getting back into a routine because now I'm working, but I can still wake up pretty late. I don't have homework to worry about. So it's been a very lax routine. I'm ready for my life to get together a little bit now. Yeah, definitely. What I'm not looking forward to is the walk to all my classes. I still have to figure out how far apart they really are, but I already know it's going to be a trek to a couple of them. Just because it's okay though, just exercise, exercise. I'm like, I'm very thankful for that because I have to be super careful now because the only reason I didn't gain any weight in Italy, I don't remember if I said this, was because I had to walk like five miles every day. So now I'm going to have very sedentary lifestyle until school ends, until like band really. And so I need to like be careful with how much I'm eating and stuff. But then I can go back to being a little more lax once school starts because I'm going to be walking all over the place. Yeah. I actually had a doctor's appointment last week and they did my weight as they always do. I put on more than I thought I did because of Costa Rica. Like I knew I had lost a bunch of it though, since you've been back. I think so. But my weight was still significantly higher than my well check of last year. So I hadn't lost all of it. That's for sure. My jeans didn't fit at all after coming back. Now I can like squeeze them on. So that's indication of where I'm at. That's what I'm using. But it's still higher than it was, which is fine. I'm not overweight. Or no, anything. no, no. I was just surprised to see it. No, yeah. it's just it's just the study of broad happy weight. That's know. <laughs> exactly. We love it. This means we had a good time. Yeah. Back when I was supposed to do the gap year exchange. So for that, like they have everyone buy a blazer and then you like put pins from everybody on it. And they always say buy the blazer one or two sizes bigger or else it won't fit you when you get home, which some people like I see, like I go to conferences and stuff and they wear their blazers and their blazers are like tight. And it's like, and it's not like that they've just come back from their exchange. Like they're older now adults. They probably just like gained weight from being older and stuff, but it's true. If you want it to fit, you buy a bigger size. And you wouldn't think, like, it's funny that people warn you of that. It's a very real thing that happens. It is because you're trying all this new food. Like, you're not thinking about it. It's a new routine. So I think very few people don't get, and especially everyone that comes to the U.S., like, imagine going from healthy, like, European food to, like, American food. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I was literally having rice and beans every day, and I still managed to put on weight. Only imagine the American diet for people who aren't used to it. Exactly. Thank goodness we're going the other way, though. We're like, I'm going the other way with European food. So, yeah. Although I'm hoping, I'm hoping France eats more vegetables because Italy, like, we do not eat enough vegetables. It's really bad. Carbs. Just carbs. <laughs> carbs and fruit. Mm-hmm. So, Very yes. Nice. Yeah. Anything exciting coming up in the next few weeks? Um, I think I'm doing a road trip to California with Maddie, who was a couple guests ago now. So very excited for that. And then it's one of my sister's birthdays. And then we're going up to the cabin again. So that should be exciting. And then band camp. So a couple, couple things to look forward to. Nothing crazy. I did enroll in the 
TESOL certificate course, so the teaching English course today. So I will be starting on that tomorrow and working my way through before school starts. Amazing. Same thing with me. We have my family planned a trip to New Mexico. We're just kind of doing a road trip type of situation. Yeah, it was kind of spontaneous, but that'll be in a couple weeks. It should be fine. And then literally just come back. I get a week to rest in the band camp and then get the ball rolling. Oh, yeah. So exciting. I know. I think that's all we have in the way of updates. So moving on to song of the week. Have you thought about it at all? I need a minute. Yeah, I know which artist I want because I finally bought my Sean Mendes tickets. I had been pushing that off for so long. Did I not tell you? No, 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 you did. But guess what? So my friend that I'm going with, because Monica and I actually aren't going together together, like we're sitting separately. We'll probably like, we might do dinner beforehand or something, but we're not sitting together, is he canceled the next three weeks of shows. But luckily ours isn't until September, October. So he should be back. So hopefully he doesn't extend his break. But he's taking like a three week break, like starting yesterday or two days ago. And my friend that I'm going with, she sent it to me and she's like, oh, my God. I'm like, but it shouldn't affect us. So anyway, sorry. Exactly. I, I saw that today and I freaked out, too. I literally pulled out my calendar and counted three weeks. That's still going to be in July. Our concert is until September. Exactly. So we should be good. Uh, that being said, if I have to choose one song. The one I just most recently listened to is Summer of Love. I think it's a good one. It's summer. Yeah. Good vibes. Good vibes. That's not part of his Wonder album, though, so I don't know if he'll perform it or not. Maybe, although it's with it's with a DJ, so mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see if it comes up. But it's great vibes. It's on my summer vibes playlist, so mm-hmm. I really like that. That's something I still need to do is make our playlist of our songs. So we'll, I will get around to that this summer. It's on the to do list. One song of the week. So I went between two albums in Italy. So Harry's album, Harry's House, and then Un Verano Sin Ti, which is the new Bad Bunny album. And I just listened to those, like just alternating on repeat. And I have a couple favorites, but I really, really like. La Neverita. I think that one sounds really solid. That one's fun. I had fun like showing everybody the Bad Bunny album. So I put a couple people on well on during the trip. So that was really fun. I really like that one. Yes. Well, that being said, that is the end of another episode. Lots of tea that was spilled in this one. Hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah. And we will see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Staccato. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us some stars and a review telling us what you think.